0: Welcome everyone to Excitement Inc. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Ellie. This is a show about TV, movies, and video games in that order, sometimes sprinkled with a little bit of fun topic games at the end if you want to catch us live on twitch.tv.com slash no.com slash excitement inc you can catch us live every other tuesday if twitch isn't acting up like it is today we had just started a show and then i would like to think that instead of me messing it up twitch messed it up it's your fault twitch that's the reason that we weren't streaming not because i hit the end stream button thinking that i would be able to instantly restart it but i wasn't able to It's your fault, Twitch. Also, you can catch a show on any kind of podcast streaming service. That's uh, Stitcher, uh, Podcast, CastBox, uh, iTunes, all of it. You can find us. And then we have content on YouTube. Fun things like Rich trying to play Resident Evil 4. It doesn't
1: go well. Um, It went perfectly fine until, you know, hour two.
0: Yeah. And then you turned yellow because motion sickness, right?
1: Yes. 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 I turned several shades. You can actually see the gauge. <laughs> Test Daniel's editing skills by watching that whole thing Truth. and seeing the change in skin color on Rich. Truth.
0: Maybe I could edit green hair onto you and you could be a uh, Oompa Loompa. Uh, Just uh, saying. Ellie? Yes? Ladies first, what did you watch?
2: Uh, I'm rewatching Robot Chicken when I go to bed. Yes. I've I've been a little mm. busy with the personal life this this mm. past couple
0: weeks. Yeah, well, everything changed, yeah. you know. Especially, like, when you have reason to go outside and explore and do things. Yeah, I
2: haven't, I haven't gone to see any movies because every time I go see a movie with Olivia, it never ends up working well for her. Why not? Uh, because the first time we were too close to the speakers mm-hmm. when we saw Spider-Man. And the second time when we saw yesterday, uh, there was a dude that was tapping his foot the entire time. And she was super annoyed by that. Oh, I would so be annoyed, too. I, I'd be really annoyed, I just
0: said, too. let's just not go see a movie again. No. Yeah, no, movies. Well, it's hard to see movies, but they did just open an Alamo Draft House in Westminster, local to us. <laughs> no kids allowed in that place without oh. an adult. Actually, no, not at all. But then there's children are still not allowed without an adult, which makes sense. But then most shows are, yes, not al- just no one under
1: 18, period. Oh, wait,
2: <laughs> I did see a movie. Oh, you did? Yeah.
0: I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: <gasps> you did? I did. I didn't.
0: I did too. You guys can talk about it. Kay. Let's talk about it because, well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: Okay. Oh I'm gonna I'm going to let you lead off with it because I fell asleep a few times in the movie.
1: What? And that is why I haven't seen it yet because that what? is the most common criticism I've heard of it. Really? That yeah. That it was so freaking boring. Dude, it wasn't slow-paced, a slow-paced. Wow. It
2: wasn't
0: a Quentin Tarantino movie until the last 15 minutes. That's not true. It's so true. That's not true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Just because of the violence.
2: Yeah. There wasn't no, there there wasn't any excitement for me. Mm-hmm. I just zonked out. Okay,
0: got you. Well, how many Quentin Tarantino movies do you generally watch?
2: I've seen them all. Okay, I because Tarantino. there
0: wasn't really a ton of violence in Django Unchained right, no. until the end.
2: I love Django okay. Unchained. Me though.
0: too, you know, but it's still got a lot of its attitude and stuff.
1: Quick question before we launch into this. Uh-huh. What are your top 3 Quentin Tarantino movies?
2: Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction.
1: Okay,
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Django Unchained, and Hateful Eight. Okay,
1: what are your bottom three Quentin Tarantino movies?
0: Uh, Inglorious Bastards, Jackie Brown, um, Pulp Fiction, Oof. and Ooh, scratching here for more because there's another one in between. I don't think I I hate m- uh, more
1: than those or dislike okay. more than those. Um, yeah, I'm just to gonna say. That that we might have to look them up. There's only nine. No, no, that explains it. That explains why "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" is on your favorites and not ours. Yes, we're fans of early Tarantino. Mm-hmm. You're no. more fan. Of I the have late. the
0: last three, which makes sense.
1: See, because my top three is Pulp Fiction, True Romance, and Kill Bill. Okay. Mm-hmm. My bottom three are Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, couldn't stand it, and um, Death Proof. I didn't know from Dust Till Dawn was technically one of his.
0: Yep, technically. Technically. Um. Oh, you know what? These are listed because he's a producer. That's why. Because I know he was in that one, but these are the nine yeah. that he did. Long story short, which is like Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bills, um, Jackie Brown, Death Proof, yeah. which makes sense. But no, go. Ahead. I mean.
1: Yeah, so we're not fans of his later work. I'm not going to shit on your opinion or anything. Right. I just, like, what are you... No, it's a matter of taste. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's fine, The right?
2: pacing was just far too slow for me. I couldn't... I The story didn't grab my attention. It just okay. lulled, lulled me to sleep. I see. Okay. I'm not saying that right. it's necessarily a bad movie. I genuinely want to see it again so I can actually be alert and
0: watch sure. the movie fully. Have you seen... Well, I mean, what do you think of the Manson murders, too? I I'm fascinated by it. Okay, cool if so i can i can totally see where like the pace like gets to people and mm-hmm. it doesn't and it doesn't work out because it really no it is definitely a unconventional Film in his in his the movie feels like it came out in the seventies. It it does, and that's kind of I feel like that's kind of the point, and that's also why I I dug it so much. He always reaches into these time periods, right? Because like Mm -hmm. when he makes westerns, they're amazing. The Hateful Eight, even though like it came right after Django, The Hateful Eight was still more of like a stage play Mm -hmm. on film somehow, which is weird. And then there's also uh, The Hateful Eight was re released on Netflix as a four part series, extended. Okay. Which is also interesting in my mind because of the way it should be digested as well. To speak specifically about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's my favorite because it is the, he has different themes in each of these movies. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the absolute, well, I don't want to say closest, it's the funniest of all of the movies. Absolutely the funniest, most consistent in terms of laughing. I'll agree. I, I, and no, I can see where the pace is weird mainly because one one part of it is that you have the normal, like uh, it starts with like, this is a day in their life. And mm-hmm. then the rest of the movie is one long day. Minor spoilers. I am not going to get into things um, that spoil. And then there's one long day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that one long day that's the majority of the movie. right And that's why. But what you don't know is that that next day is largely important and probably just an important day in their lives, right? Right. So, well, of course uh, it's an important day in their lives because yeah. of what it happens. Yeah. The biggest criticism I get from it is Margot Robbie as the actress who was slain. What is her name? Sharon Tate. Thank you. Um, you know, having her there as Sharon, Sharon Tate, uh, I understand. And it wasn't until like thinking deeply about it after the movie, why she was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people went, what was the point of having her there? Right. And it's because of the events at the very end of the movie mm-hmm. that I can't spoil that mm-hmm. I feel like, um, if you were to watch it again, you would kind of see, oh, this is kind of what her... I mean, they really want to want us to see what she was like in real life, that she was a humble woman. Right. It's really an ode to to Sharon Tate right. in the movie, which I think is really cool. Um, also, a look at Hollywood life in the 70s, because it really follows Leo DiCaprio's journey as an actor who was doing real good, and then he's starting to slump a little bit. Right. And then really trying to get a hold of himself and bring it back. Now there are some sequences in the, f- in, the in the film that just... I mean, I gotta be honest, this is a f- uh, Leo DiCaprio at his funniest. I mean, and that alone is oh, worth the ticket price, in my opinion. Did you stay for the mid-credits? No. Okay. Because you should. You're gonna die. Laughing. Um, because there's, there's no Easter eggs throughout the film that connect the universes because there are, usually are always, right. um, and there's an Easter egg in the mid credits, not necessarily another character, but one of the consistent, uh, <coughs> products used in okay. all the universes. But, um, I, it's my favorite because of how funny it was. Because the the gratuitous... It all really um, came to a wonderful pinnacle with the violence. It wasn't just there. It wasn't just a... You know who D'Artagnan was? And then violence. <laughs> you, you know, like Django Unchained. Um, which, granted, all of that was still just a wonderful kind of Monte Cristo moment at the end of Django. With Django coming back and um, killing everyone. Spoilers for a seven-year-old movie and that. But... um. The, the random violence at the end was also, I feel just like it was very earned. Yeah. As well, just the way they tied in all of the factors from the movie. So, it
2: definitely got like a physical reaction out of me. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I, I would go see it again simply for that.
2: Yeah. 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 But I do want to see it again <clears throat> for
0: other reasons as right. well. Right. It's not my favorite Leo movie, but it is my favorite Brad Pitt movie. Hands down, his relationship <laughs> with his pit bull. Yes, was adorable. That is the my favorite movie dog now, m- for the rest of all time. Um, sorry, Einstein from Back to the Future, and then um, at one, I mean at one point it's you get Brad Pitt is a really loosey goosey character in this. He fights uh, Bruce Lee in mm-hmm. a sequence mm-hmm. that was gut wrenchingly hilarious, and then when he smokes the acid. He gets a cigarette dipped in acid from a hippie. Goddamn okay. hippies. <laughs> Fucking hippies. <laughs> Fucking hippies is always a thing. And he's like telling his dog at one point to calm her tits while he's waiting to feed her. And he and he just kind of like, you need... To... Whoa. <laughs> 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 you don't get Brad Pitt like that. So I, I, really, I really liked it. I liked the combination of characters because in all honesty, like Leo and Brad were really able to carry the movie. Right. And then with the intermingled suspense... The pacing for me as a cinephile and writer file was perfect. It was, it was just peachy. So, anyone looking for a hi- historical recreation probably shouldn't be here for the same reason that uh, Hitler was brutally murdered in Inglorious Bastards, unlike real life history. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood does uh, play with uh, historical events in playing out. What if Sharon Tate had a more famous neighbor than she did? Okay. And that's all that is. And I thought it was wonderful. But I really want to know what you think about it, Rich.
1: Oh, there's no way I plan on even seeing it. No? At I'm all? Not really, no. <laughs> really? I didn't even bother seeing The Hateful Eight. I didn't see it I either. Just, but I, did you see Django? I, and I disliked Django, and that's kind of what turned me off to Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh. wow. So. Okay. Okay. I, f- I well, I... I hated Inglorious Bastards. I did too. I hated that movie with fiery passion. It seemed like a it seemed like a Quentin Tarantino circle jerk to me. Oh, in that he was kind of pumping his own ego a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, I enjoyed Christoph Waltz, which is why I gave Django Unchained a chance, even after hating Inglorious Bastards. And gotcha. I was not that impressed with Django Unchained. I felt like the only one that really had anything to do was Jamie Foxx, and I don't think he's talented enough to have carried that movie by himself. Okay. And Christoph Waltz showed up, <laughs> did well. <laughs> he was probably my favorite part of that movie, but otherwise, it was kind of okay. Didn't really enjoy it. Okay. Okay. So I didn't plan on seeing The Hateful Eight because I don't enjoy westerns, mm-hmm. and the last two fell flat for me. From Did you end up seeing it at all? Nope. Sorry, I didn't pick. Okay, cool. No, I've not seen *Hateful eight at all. Interesting. I plan
2: on seeing it still. I just okay. Never watch movies.
1: Once I found out that Sharon Tate's fate was altered, Mm -hmm. I was out. Okay. So I'm not really looking forward to seeing *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood* at all. I might see it one day if it's free and I. I'm finally tired of Letterkenny and don't really have anything else to do. I might watch it. Or if somebody else is like, hey, I want to watch this movie. You want to watch it with me? Then I'll be like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But I'm not going to watch it by myself. Oh, okay. And there's like three or four other people that did see it this weekend. And every one of them told me, I fell asleep. This is the only Quentin Tarantino movie I walked out of. This was boring as shit. And I was just like, okay. And I asked them, what are your top three Quentin Tarantino movies and what are your bottom three? Mm-hmm. And their top three matched my top three. So I was like, okay, this is going to be totally not in my wheelhouse. Okay.
2: To be fair, I don't think it was a bad movie at all. It's just, it was too slow for me to fully enjoy
1: okay and well and to be fair i don't feel like inglorious bastards or django unchained are bad movies okay they're not to my taste
0: fair you have to be ready for a slow burn movie i was not you really do yeah nope it this does not it all takes place over a day with people running various errands to mm-hmm. and from multiple mm-hmm. trips things like that so which is fine Yeah. But you have to let us know as soon as you see it, if you do see it. (laughs) Okay. I would really like to know what you think because I don't like, I mean, to me, if you go in uh, either with no expectations or maybe because I said it's a comedy and maybe take in what there is to enjoy there, I thought it was the funniest. Now, being that we're on this track record, do you know that there's uh, um, a big... I don't want to say like it's not a rumor because it's actually it's fact and people know about it. But Quentin Tarantino is talking to Paramount about making a R-rated Star Trek. I am
1: so excited for that. (laughs) I am super hyped to see a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie.
2: Yeah. I give negative fucks about Star Trek, but I would see it.
1: Yeah. Same. A hundred percent.
0: Which is funny. I guess he was mad at Simon Pegg because Simon Pegg was like, people are saying like, oh, well, it's you know, we don't know how we feel about an R-rated Star Trek. But it wouldn't be like a Pulp Fiction in space. No. And then Quentin Tarantino was in an interview and said, I don't know what the fuck Simon Pegg thought he was talking about. It's definitely going to be fiction in <laughs> <and> space. <laughs> it's going to be what I want it to be. Well, so
1: when I was listening to an old episode of The Nerdist or ID10T or whatever with Quentin Tarantino on it, and he went on, I want to say about a 30 minute monologue about. An episode of Next Generation called Yesterday's Enterprise and how amped he was to see that as like a cinematic thing. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm on board. And yeah. then when I heard that he was actually talking about doing talking it. to Paramount about a Star Trek project, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm on board. So,
0: yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. OK.
1: Interesting. Fun fact about Quentin Tarantino. He was once an extra on an episode of the Golden Girls as an Elvis impersonator. Uh, that's hilarious. that's so fucking funny. Perfect. Go ahead. Yeah. So, there's Is that,
0: that all you saw, Ellie? For Yes. Television and stuff like that? Okay. Yes. Okay. I started
2: Doom Patrol. And by started, I mean, I was trying to focus on other things and realized, hey, I probably shouldn't watch this while I'm focused on other things. Huh. So, I stopped watching.
0: Okay.
1: Rich, what did you watch? I'm one episode away from wrapping up Titans. Yeah. So, I've just got to watch the finale of the first season. It's awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my wife and I got into and completed the entirety of The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. We are current. Oh, wow. On The Handmaid's Tale. From the Tale, beginning to the end? Or? From start to finish. Wow. That is primarily what we watched. Okay. So, Handmaid's Tale for those who don't know, is based off of a book by Margaret Atwood of the same title. I haven't even
0: slightly, so you need to go the deep dive.
1: So this takes place in an alternate future where the United States government has been overthrown by a extreme right-wing group that is like just one step away from fundamentalist Christian. Okay. Okay. So this is, a, this is an organization that has chapters across the United States, and in one day, they stage a coup that takes out the White House, the Congress, and the Supreme Court. So all representatives, all senators, VP and Prez, and the, all nine justices toast. Damn. And they just set up shop. Remind me to come back to that
0: on uh, Excitement Uncensored about how horny that made me just now. All
1: right. They then institute Anarchy. biblical law. Oh, God. Never mind. Rewind. Rewind.
0: Retract.
3: The first,
0: <laughs>
1: no. the first step of which is that women can no longer own property or hold any commodity. So oh. all their money, if they are married, goes into their husband's name. Okay. If they're not married, they're fucked. Wow. Any property they hold goes into their husband's name. If Once again, if no husband, they're fucked. Do they go into internment camps then? Support so camps or do they all become suddenly homeless? Oh, no. They're all claimed by the state. Oh, wow. All right. women are claimed by the state. Wow. Now, if the main reasoning behind doing this is that birth rates are declining all over the country. Ooh. Okay, for whatever reason, pollution, um, climate change, whatever the reasoning right. in this alternate future, birth rates are declining. Mm-hmm. So they take any woman that has proven to have viable ovaries, in other words, any woman that has previously had a child, mm-hmm. and if they are still able to have children, they then become handmaids, and they are essentially slaves to the commanders in this new regime okay the commanders then impregnate them Mm -hmm. to carry on their line Uh. so their wives hold them down while their husbands do these women and then they have to raise uh, you know have a healthy pregnancy and everything and once they come to term the Commander and his wife claim the baby mm-hmm. Handmaid goes back into the system to be assigned to a different commander. I see okay, and so they're all brood mares for the state. Women become breeding stock, okay, if they have had children but no longer can for menopause or whatever reason, they become Martha's, which is like the house staff
0: right now, what about the the execution here because I'm sure there's some kind of plot element that turns this all on its head and becomes exciting. Um, what about the execution makes it uh, worth watching outside of the story?
1: It's. I heard this in cinem-
0: cinematography is is astonishing.
1: Everything about it, the production on it is just amazing. And
0: I think it's won a lot of awards too. Yeah.
1: So. The cast is spectacular in it. Um, uh,
0: Peggy from Mad Men.
1: Yes. Elizabeth,
0: Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Yep.
1: Yep. She is the. Main handmaid that we follow, her real name, excuse me, her real name is June, but she goes by Offred Mm. because she is of Fred. Fred is her commander that she is assigned to. Wow. So any woman that is assigned to a commander then becomes of that commander. So there's women that are of Howard or of Glenn or...
0: Ah, uh, just a Joseph. great way to strip identity. Exactly. Yikes. Okay, so okay. useless in that society. This mm-hmm. is like super like... Oh, you would be killed in that society. Yeah. Yep. Oh, true. I
2: already got to worry about that in this reality.
0: <laughs> are there any characters though? Transgender gay characters? Or were they like easily eliminated?
1: They or are, are the what is known have as gender it? traitors. Oh, Gender sick. traitors are enemies of the state and are thus strung up on the wall. Okay. So that's the thing is there's really no TV in this new, what is being called the Republic of Gilead. Mm-hmm. And the whole mentality behind this handmaid thing is a biblical story where a woman was unable to conceive a child. She went to her husband and said, you must give me a child or I will die. Use my handmaid. Mm-hmm. So from this biblical story, they have said, okay, we're taking handmaids.
0: Oh, geez. And that makes okay. Yeah. So why should we watch it? Why should viewers watch it?
1: Listeners? Uh, it's Well, it the shock value for one, just to see how far off we could go. Okay. And there I talked on a previous episode of Excitement Uncensored about the Heartbeat Bill. But that's kind of the first step in something like this. Mm -hmm. Mm. So there's, we're not far away from it. And this is an excellent cautionary tale Mm. of why we should really take a look at what we're doing (coughs) to prevent something like this Mm -hmm. from actually happening.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And I mean, it's, The acting in it is amazing. The production value is top notch. The cinematography is spectacular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything about the show is just on point. Okay. It's a Hulu exclusive, so you have to watch it on Hulu. Right. But it is it is really good. My wife and I made it through three seasons in a week. Damn. Wow. That's impressive worthy.
0: Yeah. I've heard.
1: We also started the new season of Orange is the New Black. We're about midway through that. Ooh. Thoughts? Eh. Okay. It's Orange is the New Black. I mean, it's it's one of those shows that it's tough to care about until you've watched the entirety.
0: Ah. Uh, see, because uh, I think, I mean, the wife and I got through like half the first season of Orange is the New Black, and there were part of it. There were parts of it that were like, okay, but like those, we couldn't find a lot to enjoy about it. Right. Um, but I don't, I mean, yeah, I haven't gone back to it. I don't really care to.
1: And that's kind of the thing with that show. And a lot of these Netflix shows, if you don't binge it and watch it like it's an eight hour movie, it's tough to care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Oh, for the same reason that like uh, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy was a little tough, too. That I really mean, needed to be a straight watch. Not that it wasn't yeah. amazing. It was really good. I, I liked it, it a lot.
2: Yeah. But it, it is better experienced as
0: one long instance. Right. Truth. Truth. Okay. That helped me to remember something I watched, so I'm really happy. Go
1: ahead. Okay. Um, well, based on me covering three seasons in a week, I didn't really watch much else. <laughs> <laughs> Fair It was pretty much Rick and Morty to fall asleep or Letter Kenny when I'm showering. That's about it.
0: Sweet. Good, because I watched a lot of things. Good. (laughs) Uh, We have officially started binging Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yay! Which makes Ellie super excited. I fucking Uh, love that show. How much of Brooklyn Nine-Nine have you
1: watched? Less than zero. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Why? You'll get there. I, I just haven't. Bro- you realize how many things there are out there Rich, watch? stop watching fucking Letterkenny and watch stop Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, no, no. Brooklyn, for nine nine, sake.
0: Brooklyn Nine-Nine is easily like- It's so good. It's the new comedy show for us, you know what I mean? In terms of like the way it lines up with The Office and Parks and Rec. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I haven't seen any Parks and Rec either. Motherfuck! <laughs> Yeah, but you're over here binging Letterkenny.
1: Over and over and over again. (laughs) Sorry.
0: The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Archer.
2: Rick and Morty.
0: Uh, Rick and Morty. No, Rick and Morty, Archer, What We Do in the Shadows, Letterkenny.
2: What We Do in the Shadows, is that low? Yes. Huh.
0: I mean, well, on my list, I put it above uh, Rick and Morty, but that's not the consensus in the room, I feel.
2: Uh, I've never watched The Office.
0: Okay, but I'm still. But everything else, but yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of Office, I think we're agreed on the like, number one placement. Yeah, I,
1: I wouldn't put that at my top. Okay, well, definitely.
0: fair enough. Um. But. But Brooklyn Nine Nine, we're finally like uh, on a roll streaming it, uh, and it's it's really good. There are things about it that I'm just kind of like it is. I don't want to say it's cookie cutter because there's definitely a lot of things about it that are like, huh. But even the least interesting characters have us laughing out loud, like Hitchcock and Scully. Mm, there was, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the two old guys in the office. There's one <laughs> guy, you know. There's one guy. I mean, the main character uh, was was singing like a little jig, and he was like. Uh, just faking it for a quick joke and Hitchcock walks up and he says, oh, we're singing? And he just like goes full opera Uh for a second. And and they're all like, okay, we have to walk away from this. So there was some of the um, Scheidenfreude, as you call it, in that. But um, then there's other things that are uh, just, even a character can just say one thing or two things to themselves and then be like, nope. When uh, one of, I think the least interesting character who's the female detective partner of, what's his name?
2: the main character detective uh Peralta
0: Peralta thank you uh Are you talking Amy? Yeah, Amy. Yeah, I'm talking about Amy. Santiago. Uh Amy Santiago and the Peraltas uh What Andy season Sandberg. are you on? 1. That's why. Yeah, we're only halfway. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. Amy Santiago is, like is dying to impress uh, the captain. And uh, Meet what? Meet more uh the lead Holt. captain. Yeah. Holt. Yeah. Captain Holt. Not the sergeant. Yep, Captain Holt. And he, he, they get invited to the birthday party, and they walk in, and she's just been thinking about funny things to say. And she walks in, and she's like, hey, Raymond, those, those slacks are banging. What am I saying? Like, mm-hmm. She just turns, and she just, mm-hmm. like, in her own. We were able to laugh at something that just she said on her own, even without character interaction, because usually it's the interchanging of lines right. that will get someone. It's a feed and then take out was astonishing to me as, a, as someone who thinks of a script who can see a script when it's happening and for a character to just suddenly have a left out loud line and they don't even have to say anything perfect so i'm really excited and it's only season one i i don't think i've been in this in love with a comedy in the first season outside of what we do in the shadows of course but
2: <laughs> i'm very excited for you guys to watch this okay good <laughs> Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah.
0: Um to move on, we have uh we did finish a third season of The Good Place. The Good Place is a show that gets better and better and yes, better. It and I season 3. It. You really should season 3. Uh I mean, uh, we were trying not to cry at the end of season 3. Uh, uh I'm not
1: sure if I finished it yet. My wife was bawling.
0: Um, but yeah, towards the end of season three, it's, I mean, season four is going to be the final one, but they really managed to capitalize and be able to change, uh, the, the scenery well, capitalize on their jokes, um, and do everything that way. And then we started bodyguard, not started, finished, sorry. Um, bodyguard, it... Remind me, did I talk about Bodyguard? You did when you started it. Right, exactly. The first three episodes was what we got through, and then we finished the last three episodes. It finished... Initially, there was a uh, plot line of the story that we really didn't dig, and it turned us off from it, and we ended up watching a couple other things. Um, But we were like, okay, let's sit down and finish, and boy... It finished as strong as it started, most definitely. I really think people need to watch it because it takes the conventional uh, detective with PTSD issues and really flips it on his head. Um, Just to sell it harder in a a minor spoiler because it's something that you're just kind of like, you don't know if you can believe it or not when it happens. But um, after a a security detail is failed, uh, the bodyguard, uh, his oh man, what was his name? Um, Kevin Costner. but it's yes, thank you. Um, no, it was Richard Madden. He formerly played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Yes, and uh, he gets out his gun and he shoots himself in the head. <coughs> Mild spoilers for bodyguard <laughs> episode four, episode four, right? And then his wife is walking up and she knocks on the door and she's like, Come on, knocks on the door. He answers the door, it was a blank. Because someone is watching him and he finds out this way that someone is manipulating him. Motherfuck. <laughs> <laughs> but on the plus side, he has to go back to the police station. They tell him he can't wear his hat anymore and he has shrapnel in the side of his temple. <laughs> <laughs> and he begins getting questioned for PTSD while he's trying to solve who murdered the person that he was supposed to protect. Motherfuck. <laughs> Things get so complicated in such organic plot twisty ways in this show with one hell of a plot twist at the very end, like old school, dun, 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 plot twist at the end that you're like, wow, I didn't think they had anything else to offer in terms of like making the story crazier and crazier in the last 10 minutes. Boy, do they drop a, oh my gosh. And it's right in your face, slapping you the whole time. So it's, it's wonderful. All right. Wonderful.
1: What is that whistling outside? That's uh, probably a neighbor being a dick. I don't know. No, I don't know either. Okay. Now let's I think see. That might be a bird. Maybe. Maybe.
0: It's driving Roxy up the wall. I'm looking to I'd it. yell at her, but um nah. I'm gonna take these in the order that I want to. We watched Escape Room. Okay.
2: I watched that recently as well. Oh, you did? It's yeah, like, like the, like the a modern couple saw. weeks ago. Yeah. Except you forgot. Yeah, I did forget because <laughs> you didn't talk about it. It's like a modern Saw, basically. The ironic part about that is I saw the, both of the movies that I forgot that I saw with the same person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was the issue during the escape room?
2: She was talking. Oh, okay. oh great. It just wasn't a good movie. Like it. yeah,
0: it was like 50 50 in terms of like online ratings and I agree with it. It had a lot of potential to be better. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. No. It did raise the stakes enough to make you be like, damn, but you definitely get like saw vibes while you're watching, which is something like if you need a yeah. saw fix, this is definitely the the best place to get it right now is the escape room, which I was able to rent for about a dollar so neat and that's all I needed. The most interesting movie I saw in the last two weeks that is not once upon a time in Hollywood was Hellboy. Okay. How was that? It was actually having gone in with no expectations. I liked it a lot. Okay. A lot. What I wrote down about it, just to gather my thoughts, because I watched it like right after. It is very ADHD in terms of the fact that it moves around a lot with the characters. They initially try not to spend a lot of time. They try to Spider-Man: Homecoming it, where they like don't spend a lot of time on the uh, old characters, and they introduce new characters. So like, Sapien, uh is not a part of the main crew. Okay. Uh, you've got a lot of different different. Um, you get to see the legitimate prejudice against him as a character. Um, okay. He's definitely more mythical. And they take a lot of different storylines and mix them up inside of it. So they definitely nail um, they nail the feel of the comic book still. It feels a lot less like something that's been adapted and a lot more like this is a comic book on film. Okay. okay. So going in without the expectations really helped. Um, it did... But it was, it did jump all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it still, when I say that, I mean like Scott Pilgrim versus the world was, was basically critically panned because of how all over the place it was and it went from beat to beat to beat. This movie really does the same thing. (coughs) Okay. <coughs> so it's very straightforward and that's okay
2: I'm interested in seeing it be- because you described it like that Because that's one of the things that I liked about Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. it, it, Right. It's yep. quirky and it's fast paced and it's just cute Exactly, yeah yep. But I want to see like the, the fast paced in mm-hmm. maybe a comic book Because yeah. it, it, I feel like that portrays panels yeah. better
0: It's than very much true, yeah so for that reason it's there are some things that like in the script writing i could tell i was just kind of like why would you do it in this order but i guess it's okay um the action um there's an action sequence in the in not the very beginning but like i would say like almost halfway through that is like top notch <laughs> right. which at hellboy versus giants just a bunch of giants in north ireland okay. <laughs> on his own it was a very fun scene um, they play with music a lot. Mia Jovovich is the main villain. Um, she plays the Death Queen or whatever. Uh, it's the first role she's ever been in that I was not extremely annoyed. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like her in anything at all. Don't ask me why. No, the, uh, I don't I even like it. her. I don't even like her as Lelou. Yes. I can't do it. I'm gonna go tell them they're not. Rexy cool. shut up. Problem. Yep, nailed it. Fuck. Yep. Made me jump. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's hopefully they jump too. Okay. So Mia Jovovich was actually a decently effective villain, but there were definitely like trips and stumbles throughout. There were a couple of moments that, that were like irritatingly corny, but when you take time to enjoy the fact that they honestly it looked just like what Guillermo del Toro would have done. Okay. That it's it's really it shines in its way, but I don't think it was as bad as the critics said. I don't think it was yeah, I don't think they were completely wrong. <laughs> well,
1: there's, and there's the thing of critics whenever there's a reboot is how does it compare to the original? Right. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that with many, many critics that they can't separate the two. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. yeah. kind of
0: happens. How did you like David Harbour? Loved him. <laughs> that was easily the best part. He okay. nails Hellboy. Um, Hellboy still has, despite the fact that he doesn't save a, a box of, uh, a litter of stranded kittens in the subway in the beginning of the movie, he still, you still get to see a lot of empathy on his side. You get to see okay. that he's a human being. You, you get to see that he cares, that he has feelings. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's just plain and simply it. There's really interesting um, flashbacks uh, with with him as a character to show how much he really does care um, and his interaction with other characters as well. So uh, Ian McShane is pretty wasted in the role as his father. Outside of that, though, the theme nailed it. Characters nailed it. And they have a basically half-CGI half practical effects uh pig demon that is like a big monster basically it could have been bebop or rocksteady whichever one's the pig bebop thank you it was like a big demonic bebop bebop and he was really oh man it was really cool watching because it looked like they had a big animatronic and then they made a cgi face on the animatronic so that effect i actually really liked it and it felt classic In a cool way, so I honestly think everyone should see Hellboy. I it makes me sad that we can't get a sequel. They were teasing a sequel in the post credits, um, and that made me pretty sad. But um, all the weird thematic things they really meld for Hellboy. I feel I do wonder just because of the advancements in technology and the amount of lore and monsters they crammed into this film, Mm -hmm. if like it makes me feel like. if this were if they were able to continue to make sequels off this, which, which they probably won't because it was a bomb, it would really take off. Okay. And it would be really effective and fun to watch. It was fun for me just because mm. I like the characters and the makeup and the uh, science fiction fantasy aspect. So okay. it also nice. is sending me to the comics. I do want to read um, the graphic novels I have now. some. Cool. Sweet. I'll need those.
1: <laughs> nice. They sold me. Cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't read any of the comics. Oh. But I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the first two Del Toro's movies. Yeah. yeah, I actually enjoyed the Golden Army more than the first one. I don't know why. I,
2: I enjoyed it as well. I think I just like the character design in both of the original ones.
1: Yeah, I think it was the aesthetic. Yeah,
2: for Guillermo del Toro though. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Okay. I didn't I didn't really watch anything else. All right. I've got a couple of interesting topics. Me. The OA will be ending with season two. Season three was canceled. Yep. Oof. How does that make you feel as an OA watcher, Rich? It makes me sad. Because there's a lot of
1: unanswered questions, right? There's... It's not so much that there's a lot of unanswered questions because, I mean, the show was really good about posing questions but letting you find your own answers. So, I... It's not that there's so many unanswered questions. It's that there's so much more story to tell. Okay. That we're never going to hear. Unless somebody else picks it up. Who knows? Right. But I don't know that Netflix would. Option. Option it out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Me either. I don't know. But it makes me sad just because it was. It was different. Mm. It was not your regular, same old yeah. sci fi storytelling. It okay. was. Something different. It was something fresh. Mm, okay. And I see. So, I, like, well, you know, when, you, when I was talking about it before, and it was like, you know, what is the show about? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's one of those that it's just kind of like you, you have to experience it. And it makes me sad that that experience is over. Although I think that uh, Britt Marling, the main the OA herself, she's also the writer, the main writer and creator of the show. Really, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. She went on her Instagram and had a very heartfelt and touching letter for fans of the show and how she felt about it and everything. And it was so, I, I think that was a very good way to say goodbye to the show and all the characters and everything, but it's a letter on Instagram. I'd, I'd rather have a third season than a letter on Instagram, ah, right. but I'm glad I got the letter, at least. Fair enough.
0: Um, Andy Serkis is directing Venom 2. What else has he directed? Uh, he was a first unit director on The Hobbit. So when they had different scenes with different characters and he didn't have anything to do, they sent him to work on those sets. So like when there were things going on with Bilbo, but then Gandalf had to go into Mordor to see that Sauron was reemerging. That's the kind of thing that I don't know exactly what set he was on. Right. Stop it, Ellie. You're being distracting. <laughs> no, I'm just you're very excited. So <laughs> for, okay, gotcha. For, I fucking <laughs> love... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I also love Circus. That too. Yeah. As a, And you haven't even seen The Planet of the Apes yet. No, I haven't. His movies in uh-uh. Planet of the Apes are, oh, oh my, my so good. They only get better and better, but I digress. Um, they really uh, do. Those, those, yeah. That's
1: like the only movie that each sequel just improves. Mm-hmm. Okay. The main story, it's crazy.
0: And then he did direct Mowgli. On Netflix, it was a Universal oh, right. film, but right. then they sold it to Netflix after kind of figuring out that after Disney's Jungle Book might not do so good in the box office. We just had a helping uh, service. We wanted to eat Chinese. We ate Chinese uh, last week. We don't need it again tonight. We don't need Mongolian tonight. Basically, but it excites you. Continue. It,
2: it, mm-hmm. Oh, it, it excites me greatly because we're getting we're getting carnage. Yeah, Woody Harrelson is fucking Cletus Cassidy. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm <laughs> so fucking about that shit. Hopefully not with a wig that will just crawl off. Of Carrot top looking motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. I still haven't seen Venom though.
1: I haven't seen it. Really?
0: Either. Yeah. Uh, it's. I. Yeah. I mean. It, well. I mean. You. Did you? How much did you actually like it? I actually quite enjoyed it. Okay. Um. I'll buy it and then I'll make <laughs> you guys watch it. I mean, I've been meaning to rent it. I'm sure you can uh, stream it for a buck now, or I, mean, I could <laughs> just fucking buy it because I, mean, I want it anyway. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think I don't know when it got compared to Catwoman and Ghost Rider. <laughs> I was just kind uh, of, oof. Yeah, basically, I did not think it was that bad. Okay, and that's
2: obviously you guys know how much I like Venom. Yeah. So I mean, I Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock was better than Topher Grace, so I'm content. Oh, uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And that's all that matters. It's really fucking funny, mm-hmm. ultimately. Yeah. It's a funny Venom movie.
0: Okay. It's good. I don't think, I really don't think Andy Circus can do us any wrong. I think he's oh, been yeah. um, brought up in the right circle. He's going to have a certain uh, idea of quality going into this, and mm-hmm. therefore, what gets, gets put out is going to be standard, you know, awesome quality. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Kay. We did that. All right. I don't have a ton of news. I don't really. That's I fine. didn't really. I wrote down more of what I did than what news happened. But news, <laughs> news isn't really going nuts well, recently. The summer's uh, winding down. Entertainment yeah. wise, yeah. So, um, Gamescom is soon, though, and that'll be exciting. Google Stadia is having uh, a apparently games focused. I saw that. Yeah, they're apparently having a games focused. Uh, um, like a direct thing? yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conference. <laughs> Before Gamescom, and then hopefully we'll get a couple of things out of Gamescom. Um, lots of character trailers for Borderlands Three. Right. I have recently uh, picked my class; it will be the Beastmaster Flack because they are awesome.
2: Okay. They're there is a, robot. a piece of news that we should mention briefly, just because of how much we play it. Uh, Shadowkeep was pushed back.
0: Oh yeah, definitely by a couple weeks. Yeah. Cool. Gives us a better product in the end. I'm cool. And since we're on Destiny, we can just merge into Destiny for a second. How seamless! I know, just basically.
2: <laughs> we made it so long. How long I'll did we up. make it <laughs> in right. the episode like, without Rich, mentioning if Destiny? you
0: want to go pee, you could go pee. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, gonna get, it's... I'm gonna get us more water. Oh, that's a smart that's a f- fucking idea. Okay, that's so you, you guys discuss Destiny. Okay, cool. Uh, this week on Destiny. Uh, hold on a second. If I. Go, and I use all my legendary fragments to upgrade my armor to (laughs) 750. I won't have any legendary fragments charged so that I will be able to get my bad juju weapon that I have to save boons and do bounties for. Also, my summer solstice armor was on a hunter, and now I have to do it all
2: again. you You have to do it all again anyway. Really? I hate to fucking break it to you. What? You have to do it all again anyway. No way. Motherfucker, I am dying.
0: Oh, that's not cool. No. This is, okay, Summer Solstice. Okay, so because we haven't gone deep into Destiny before, I'm going to say right now. Um, and they said it most recently on um, their their E3 conference uh, from Bungie, live stream from Bungie. They're an MMO. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. So they're gonna give you things in the game to keep you coming back on a regular right. basis. I've been sucked into that that cycle of wanting to get things. And <laughs> right now, um the summer the summer solstice right. event began. Solstice of heroes. Um, and you have to earn armor and level up that armor. That armor, now take it from a guy who's gotten like, I don't know, twelve exotics in the last two months. This armor is the grindiest thing. Oh, dude, it's Destiny. the grindiest thing in Destiny 1 and 2. Oh, my
2: God. The only thing that even came close was grinding out the swords in Destiny 1.
3: <gasps> it's,
2: uh, I
0: don't like it at all. <laughs> and I'm oh, just no, kind it's of a like, fucking drag, got, but I want that fucking shirt. Okay. <laughs> I didn't sign up for it yet. Is it too late? No. Okay, cool. I need to sign up. I, I'll have you show me how to sign up for that. I have four more playlists. Uh, I have four more playlist strikes to do. And then um, I'll level up my armor once, and then I have to get into it again. But if you have to do it every time and then pay for the glow upgrades,
2: that <sighs> is I'm, not, not, I'm not gonna. I'm not uh, gonna
0: fucking ever verse that shit.
2: That is at not. All. That
0: is not worth it. But they since they do have Choi and Abed secret handshake on there, I almost spent money on that. I'm not gonna lie. What stopped me is that I tried to do the hip bump with another person, and it seemed like they couldn't do it. So unlike my man handshake emote. Um, Man I think shake. it's something that you both have to have. Uh no, to it shouldn't be. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be. But I don't know. I'll have to try another one. I have another one, or I'll just buy it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, one of us. Can I shall still. begin referring to this segment of the show as Danzily
0: <laughs> that's perfect. I like that. Um, but no, you're welcome.
2: Destiny's in a good place. It's gonna get better.
0: It's gonna continue to get yeah. better. It's just really fucking grindy right now, and like we're gonna fucking hate it. I don't. It, knowing that we have to regrind that armor though, every year, <laughs> got to be honest, it makes me not want to do it at all. I hit. I just hit light, max light level. Same. You two. And now we are back down because we, we can't have to even fucking put on that shit ass armor. Exactly. And now we can't even enjoy our time at 750. That's the wrong one. That's we can't even. That's the right one. We can't even enjoy our time at max light level because there's something else to grind, which really pissed me off. and makes. I'll be me, honest. What? It's not
2: like I was doing anything else anyway with Destiny.
0: I mean, that too.
2: I only play PvP. Yeah. I mean... I want to do other shit, but I just don't have the time right now.
0: Yeah. I think we should... um, I don't know. It makes me mad that I spend more time on Destiny than other games that I should be playing knowing that that armor is not going to be useful to me in a year.
2: This is how i felt for the past five years. I'm used to this feeling by now. I'm just going to continue playing Destiny. Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) I think I'm beginning to lean in the direction of being kind of a Destiny player where if I get the exotics I want, knowing bad juju is out there, that's something I'm willing to grind for. Um, It's an assault rifle that reloads. It looks badass, and it reloads when you get kills. Not only that... I don't see
1: nothing wrong with a little rifle grind.
0: Yeah, exactly. It also charges your super
2: Oh, exponentially as Ooh. you get more kills.
0: I need that gun. Up to I times need that five. Gun. See, I don't think I'm going to be worrying about my Solstice. I might do Solstice Armor for fun on the side since Iron Banner is over and I don't care about light level and PvP, but, you know.
2: PvP, light level doesn't matter until Iron Banner. Exactly. That's the only place it matters right now since so, they took away
0: trials. Mm-hmm. But 750 will help in the hor- in the raids. Yeah. Might have to look into that.
2: Yeah, because I, ne- oh, I need to do the two new ones because I still haven't. I'm hoping to get back into raiding once cross-save comes around, because most of my, like, raid try-hard friends are on PC. Okay. So I'll probably do that. Okay. Have you played anything? Did you have something to add? There will be an announcement, like, of the release date for cross-save this week.
0: Ooh, so excited! Probably on Thursday. Because it's probably going to come sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Here's the hoping it's a right now announcement uh it very well could be yeah it very well could be actually would it work though it would because because how do you buy it on steam if it's not the shadow keep because they won't want you to buy it
2: no so the way it works right now if you have it on pc you'll be able to transfer everything over Mm -hmm. basically for me how i'm gonna do it since my main account's my playstation account Mm -hmm. and everything is there i'm just gonna push it all on to my PlayStation account. Okay. So everything that I bought there will spread from there.
0: Oh, and then you just log into your Bungie. Okay, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. And then when it comes time to buy Shadow Keep on Steam, we'll all be there.
2: Ironically, I have bought it in the two places where I'm probably going to play it the least, and I have not bought it on PC yet. Well, you should probably cancel those pre-orders. Nope. One of them's the collector's edition. I already it, spent the $180 oh on it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Did you play anything else? Nope. Okay. That's fine. Rich.
1: Breast of a child. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> has sponged. That's fine. Every second.
0: Well, I have some final thoughts on uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Please share them, because I know them already. (laughs) (laughs) I might get even deeper than what you were expecting. Please do. So, uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 ended up being so much more plain Jane than I thought it was going to, Um, but also mechanically disastrous, um, designedly disastrous as well. So, I think it got a lot of um, upvotes because of the variety in characters, the variety in levels. Right. Um, It was a blast um, coming out of, okay, going to Stark Tower and making my way up Stark Tower while Ultron took over um, to watch Ultron leave that body to go into Ultimo and for Ant-Man to show up, go Giant-Man and fight Ultimo in the background of New York behind the glass. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And then go from there. Uh, they say, uh-oh, Ultron, Ultron activated uh, a lot of robots while he was out, and they're like, what? And then we see a bunch of Sentinels fly overhead. Oh, shit. We're like, oh, crap, got to go to X-Men Mansion. That was fun, running away from Juggernaut as he blasts his way through the uh, X-Manor, uh, getting Nightcrawler and Psylocke on the team. Kay. And then... Uh, And then uh, dodging out of the way as he blasts through a wall and into uh, Deadpool, who was uh, cooking a stack of tacos for Taco Tuesday to Beast's great dismay. All the tacos are destroyed. (laughs) 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 Uh, So they nail the characters and the immersion and combining them all. And they really capitalize on basically what the MCU has done in film, which is bring everyone together, combining these characters, having a good time. I went into the Dark Realm, got into a boss fight with Doctor Strange, and hit a brick wall where um, the boss fight is now too strong that I can't have CPUs standing in the corner and watching me for a second (laughs) while I switch around each of the characters actually fighting. And... The RPG elements also aren't helping me. They create basically clone copies of Infinity Stones for you to upgrade your characters with. And there's also a skill tree, um, a big web that you can upgrade um, that affects each and every person in, like, widely that you choose. um, Okay. Upgrades each each champion. Um, But the The computers are too bad for me to be able. I only was able to beat the Ultron sequence, be beca- uh, because of respawning robots and having to hold A on a computer to shut them down. Because my roommate came out and helped me, um, to keep the robots off of me because the computers were useless. And then I thought that the characters leveled up together as you went. They don't. So oh, that's fucking. I looked. Yeah. I looked at the list of worlds and levels and I saw um, Asgard, Wakanda, um, wherever the Inhumans are from, Nowhere Mm -hmm. as the final levels. I was only halfway through and I was like, I do not want to play the same amount of what I just did here. It's just not worth it to me. So I'm going to go trade it in for three houses. Fire Emblem, new Fire Emblem game. yes, Which initially, Fire Emblem has bored me because in the past i've played them all they are really good games Mm -hmm. but i'll go into a battle get down to my very last resources at the end and then die and have to start it over it's been an hour (laughs) so that's an hour of gameplay out the window i emailed my cousin today um the go-to uh warlord of fire emblem land in denver that is kevin horn and i said should i do it and he's like yeah it's like if fire emblem did harry potter and you're like a mercenary, and you're teaching your students how to not die in war. Sick. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to spend an hour in a battle. And he says, they have a rewind feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and
2: take my money.
0: So I'm also hearing from a lot of people that it's their game of the year so far. So I'm going to have to just spend the time on it and actually just get, get through it. Do it. Huh. Put do up it. with it. <sighs> and then... Maybe I'll get physical. And let you Let's borrow it next, Rich. Try, right. try and get you physical. off Breath of the Wild.
1: Good luck with that.
0: It looks like it might be up your your alley. Do you like life simulator
1: strategy games at all? Oh no, I I'm familiar with Fire Emblem, and it is definitely up my alley. That's what I thought. I just haven't had a chance to really get into right. it. Um, any game where you have to, where the option is, you can just grind away for hours, and then. By the time you approach that boss, it's a cakewalk because you've been slaying the same five slimes until you're level fifty. Mm-hmm. That's my that's right. my wheelhouse. So perfect, it's your
0: bread and butter. So yeah. yeah, I don't
1: mind the grind.
0: I I do have a really weird urge that I might finally give into. What's up? I want to go back to Breath of the Wild. And I want to spend a lot of time inside of Breath of the Wild. You know, so do I. That's not a bad idea. Every time I see a video, I hear it the music. It is when I have to buy the game again. <laughs> I hear the sounds, and I see a little bit of gameplay, and I hear the sounds, and I'm like, oh, man, that is just like, I have not wanted to be immersed in a world this badly since I played Bioshock. It's it's
2: honestly one of the best games in the past at least five years.
0: It's so Absolutely. true. Yeah. I mean everything with the mechanics alone, mm-hmm. um, but then, you know, like I don't feel like I'm dying to 100% it so much as I'm I'm dying to go back in and live some of that world again. Just maybe be in the world, and maybe get the VR Labo kit and play it in VR. I heard it's terrible. Probably. I want to try it though. I want to
2: try to do it for a second. I
1: <laughs> I started a I created a new profile on my Switch mm-hmm. just so I could start Breath of the Wild from the get go again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you label it? This one's for porn. Kind of. <laughs> it's an alternate account. That's all I'm saying. All right. It's that time of the day where we look at the things we've purchased <laughs> because we couldn't resist, and we went fu, 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 full 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 schmeltz. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Full Schmelts is a special section of the show where we uh, show off what we did. Uh, It was born of a time where, well, uh, Rich wanted a lot of Lego sets. And, well, let's just say he bought a lot of Lego sets. Some were big. Some were small. He got a pretty big one, and then he got an even bigger one. And that is, well, that is the story of going Full Schmelts. That's why we call it Full Schmelts. It's when you treat yourself, which is probably trademarked by Parks and Rec. Not that Rich would not. Nope. Who wants to go first?
2: Oof. I just have one thing. What's your one thing? I bought a new shirt. It's a Squirtle squirtle shirt. shirt.
0: Nice. Ooh, there's a Squirtle Pop Funko coming. I know. Did you pre-order?
2: No. I don't pre-order shit. All right.
0: Mm. I don't know. If I pre-ordered shit, I I thought
2: you was a collector. I am, but I also like hunting.
1: Oh. The fun is in the I
2: If I pre-ordered shit, I would have known about that fucking Pennywise.
1: Also true. That's, that's
0: that's true. Also true. We saw some more of those Pennywise's Is it a hot topic after watching the ten inch ones? W- uh, not ten inch. Now that's Just what I care little about.
1: Little ones. I took my wife to the craft store so that she could get into a hobby. Finally, <laughs> finally. You hear that, wives? Do you hear that, wives? My for those wives. who are not in the know, my <laughs> wife has suffered from chronic migraines. For as long as I've known her. So for 17 years, there has very rarely been a day where her head pain is below a seven. And I've told her that she needed some stress relief. She needed to find something for an outlet for her stress. So she decided to do these flip cup dump paintings where she like they layer paint in a solo cup and then. Put the canvas Bucking. on top and then turn it upside down, lift the cup, and it all kind of just coagulates on the shits canvas. in a pretty pattern. Yeah, looks pretty cool. So my wife started doing that, and it has actually broken the cycle of her chronic migraines. Wow. So if you have chronic migraines or something stress-related that is a physical ailment, mm-hmm. find a hobby. Damn the expense, full speed ahead. But she, she found a she found a creative outlet, stress reliever. Yay! Perfect. So did I. Perfect. <laughs> in in that I found perler beads. Now I right up your alley. A while back I did a Super Mario Three Raccoon Mario uh, perler bead thing. It's now hang, right. hanging on the wall in the Den of Bricks here. Nope. The but. That scratched the same itch that building a Lego set did for
2: and me. it's probably significantly cheaper. Significantly cheaper.
1: <laughs> a nice. three thousand piece Lego set is about three hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. Twenty two thousand perler beads were like twenty bucks. Boom. What are you making now or next? Well, I drew my own pattern. Exciting. And I made. This guy. Ooh. Oh, that's so cool. That's really good. So.
0: <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny sound you made, Ellie. Let's do yes. it together. Oh. oh. Nice. <laughs> it's an alien listener. It's a Toy
1: Story alien. Oh man, that is cute. So that's
0: adorable.
2: That's you have to adorable. make a claw next, buddy. Hey, cute. Figure that out. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Figure, it I I it. figure it out. That's what I say. Fucking figure it out.
1: Next, I am making. <laughs> this is ooh, I like the texture. This is, you guys are that's gonna love this. Feel.
2: I'm ready. Da, 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 There's da. going to be
1: 151 of them. Oh, oh wow. The original hey, Pokedex. That is really cool. I actually <laughs>
2: have an Espeon that I made nice. uh, with Olivia the other day. Nice. Ooh, the other day.
0: Boom, there you go. <laughs> I love an it. made Espeon with Olivia the other day. Those are fun. <laughs>
1: I'll, uh, I have a funny story to tell off the show. <laughs> All right. I, uh, so first on the list is Psyduck because that's my wife's favorite Psy. after uh Detective Pikachu. I love it. So wow. I'm currently drawing up the pattern for a uh, Psyduck.
2: I will definitely join you in this adventure. Woohoo! Because I fucking love Perler Beads.
1: Cool. I bought cool. a jar of twenty two thousand of them that were all mixed. Check it me. That's so cool. And I'm in the process of sorting them by color.
2: <laughs> gotcha. That's that's your process.
1: That I and I was sitting there doing it the other night and my I'm just sitting there and I'm like picking out the blue and I'm like, oh that's a different shade of blue than that one and that one. There's like five different shades of blue and my wife is just like doing her painting thing and she looks up at me and I'm just hunched over this with the craft light there and I was like, I looked up at her. I was like, I don't know why this is so satisfying to me. (laughs) She was like, I don't know either. You need like some tedious, boring fucking job because that's what you're, that's what you enjoy. (laughs) I was like, yes, I do. I
0: love it. I love it.
2: You're good at separating the colors.
1: Yes. I find peace and tranquility in sorting. Oof. I don't know why.
0: No, there's always weird, tedious things that are oddly calming. I get it. I love sweeping. Folding laundry while Folding watching. Folding laundry the show. is amazing. Yeah, no, I'm just getting things done. Yeah. Sweeping's my thing. Just saying.
1: Okay. Sweeping's pretty good, too. I have nothing
0: to add to full schmelz.
1: All right. Shall we?
0: Quickly break the show and try to go live for our special topic.
1: Sure. Sure. Can't hurt. Give it a shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just sliding off <up> the screen.
1: <laughs> so Princess Leia staring into my very soul. And we're back.
0: Uh, sorry about the delay in the stream. Uh, for those of you who came to see us on time, uh, for some reason, it would not let us stream. At all. Um, the interwebs said that Twitch was having some server issues. Um, let's say it was that. Now we're back to discuss our topic, our special topic that we're going to do here at the end of the show. It Your is. Topical yeah, well, just because there wasn't a ton of news. And sometimes we like to get into hypotheticals that are like super fun, right?
1: Yeah. Right,
0: Ellie? She. I'm I just. Team, I know you are. It's okay. I want to know from you guys in no particular order. If you could only choose one game to take with you when you are stranded on a deserted island, what would that game be?
2: Well, that really depends.
0: Yeah, right? It's a loaded question for people like you and me who play online games. Exactly.
2: Do we have an online
0: connection? Yes.
2: Yes? Now you don't.
0: Now you don't. It's gone. Okay. It was Ethernet cable got snapped by a swordfish swimming by. Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: probably Pokemon. Pokemon? But which one? Either Heart Gold, Soul Silver, or Emerald.
0: Which is technically the longest
2: one though. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Cause you have uh soul uh gold, silver, and crystal had the uh the full eight badges, you beat the Pokemon League, and then you go back to the original area and you beat all those eight.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Does that really happen in silver? Yes. Yep. Why don't I remember this? Dang. Yep. Happened in gold, too. Dang. Yeah. Gold. That's why I said gold, silver, and crystal. Yep. Dang. I only uh, played silver. I didn't realize that. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I want to yep. go back and play it now. I was okay. online and I saw a copy of uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver S- sells
1: for full price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right yeah. Now. Yeah, dude. D- it's Pokemon. Yes. All the Pokemon games sell for full price. Still.
0: I didn't know that. Yep. Oh yeah. Why?
1: Because, because they hold up. Okay. Yeah.
0: We'll even use though, but even then, the used copies are still 50, 55 bucks. To for be a fair,
2: they're a they might not continue to hold up as well because uh, Sword and Shield aren't gonna they're not compatible right with anything previous because the
0: whole PokeBank thing right is changing. But
2: yeah, basically they didn't want to have to render all eight hundred and some fuck off pokemon okay so ma- yeah no that ma-
0: that makes sense they're like yeah we're not gonna have a national dex anymore oof. which is unfucking fortunate which is an ouchie i really wouldn't mind uh going back to sun and moon myself okay because i heard sun and moon was really 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 good it was solid i just don't have a 3ds i have two if you want to borrow it okay i'll take one i'll borrow one i also borrowed uh brian's 3ds at one point but it was a tiny one yeah. like oof i was like <laughs> with my big how do i play with this with my tiny thing large palms and slender child fingers it would just you would you would think i would be able to work it out with these little nubbins but no it didn't didn't pan out and still got mm. that i also think i get like tendonitis from uh drumming okay pretty bad makes sense yeah. so i really wasn't able to make that work that makes my, sense to my advantage it hurt it was painful it hurted. Playing the even the Ocarina of Time and 3DS, I thought I was gonna be able to one of these days. I'm gonna beat that game. I will let you borrow my 2DS, okay? Because it's got
2: my drawers, mask, Ocarina of Time, gold, silver, crystal. Who really? Moon
3: mm-hmm. or Sun,
2: mm-hmm. uh, a link between worlds, yeah, Mario. Yeah, I got a lot of games
1: on that fucking thing. Yeah, that, I got a shit ton of games on my three I I so got to well.
0: be honest, that just scared me out of wanting to borrow your <laughs> duty. I'm like, there's so many games and I already don't play any of the ones I have. I don't know. I'm still intimidated by Sword and Shield because of how much I've enjoyed Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, are you saying like the simplicity of Let's Go? Yes. Pretty much. I don't like the idea of having to fight every wild Pokemon that I encounter. I really like that I can just catch it. And then if I have a battle, I battle the yeah. Pokemon, but. Ugh,
2: man, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go back to format. To be honest with you, okay, Pokemon format, because I, I mean, Let's Go was cool, mm-hmm. but it's there's no replay value for me. Yeah, uh, fair. When enough. every other Pokemon game has just ass loads upon ass loads. God knows, Sword value. and
0: Shield is gonna knock it out of the park. I hope so. In terms of like replayability value, well, the fact that the weather changes, <sighs> you can go back to the same area you were there before, and there's new Pokemon. Oof. Weather changes have been around since generation three. Well, excuse me. Sorry. I really liked, I saw a tweet that this person put up and I might've shared it with you guys, but like, and I think I retweeted it and said, please God, I hope this is true. But there was a guy who was like playing an E3 demo and it showed him like running from a fucking machoke. And he was like, the open world element has this machoke that chases you down and beats the shit out of you. (laughs) I really hope so. I would see that. I I truly, truly hope so. That would really influence player decision. Holy moly. (laughs) But it would be Pokemon. Yeah, I, that's the
2: easiest decision okay. for me to make is Pokemon.
0: Okay. Now let's let's go down a new avenue just to like make this even more fun. You've got, uh, let's say that you choose Pokemon because you have your handheld with you. Okay. When you swim up to the island because your uh, private Th- jet crashed. Now, let's say your private jet landed. And then they try to take off without you because they see a Spinosaurus. The Spinosaurus just claws it down with its big three trademark claws. Hey, fuck and you. it pulls you down. Um, and then it kills a T-Rex just to show everyone. But you're able to go back to. <laughs> Ultimately, I end up back at the park. N- uh, no, you get. Well, yeah, basically. No, you get back. <laughs> I just really wanted to go through a synopsis of Jurassic Park 3 for some reason. We know the Spinosaurus is stuff because it killed the T-Rex. We get it. Um, don't move a muscle. So, let's say your TV and your console of choice survived, but only one game is going to fit inside of your pack before you have to leave and probably not come back, because that Spinosaurus is going to be fucking waiting for you, okay? Okay. It might eat Nash, the mercenary don't with a a the dun Nokia walkie-talkie, but... What would you pick? There's this so much Jurassic Park game? 3. There's Sorry. so much focus on such I'm a shitty so movie lost. here. <laughs> I am so lost. You, uh, that was just a very on-point retelling of Jurassic Park 3. I apologize. Which
1: I turned off after it said Jurassic Park 3. I was like, no. Done. Okay. okay.
0: What console game without uh, an intercon- internet connection So, do you
2: pick? If, if I... It would probably be either the new God of War or Spider-Man. To be fair, because there's there's still replay value in those as well. Okay. Plus, I like Spider-Man. Okay. I don't want to play Boy the game.
0: Well, that makes sense. Okay. Really though. And
2: Hellblade, send you a sacrifice. That one's real short that though. Fucking game is amazing though.
0: That one's really short. I could see God of War just because that's I mean that's oh God of War. You the know fucking what I mean?
2: game was stellar.
0: Fair enough. All right. Rich, you've you've crash landed okay. on an island. You only have a handheld. It is not the Switch. <laughs> oh, you're trying to a while because it wasn't be anyway. really? <laughs> it was, really? oh, going to be my All answer. Really? Perfect. Really going to be my answer? I fucking call bullshit. All right. Well, what is okay? Uh, oh, I mean, my answer is
1: going to shock you.
0: Internet connection just does not matter. But I mean, just go ahead. Tetris. I knew it. Eh, I knew <laughs> it. it. Tetris yeah. has
1: infinite replayability <laughs> value to me.
0: Yeah, understandably. I, yeah.
1: I really, really, really want to go back to try and break my line record. Okay. To my knowledge, has not been beaten by any of my circle of friends. Ooh.
2: Okay. Two
1: seventy nine. Okay. So. On what uh, version of Tetris? The original I NES. Need
0: to, I need to write this down somewhere so I can just. <laughs> <to> <laughs> just kidding.
1: Go back to the original NES yeah, Tetris. And right? See if you could beat two seventy nine. Mm-hmm. I doubt I could even approach it anymore. I used to be able to hit two twenty without breaking a sweat. Gotcha. That was twenty years ago. <laughs> okay. okay. So. But yeah, Tetris. On okay. any platform. It, Gotcha. It has the same replayability value to me.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're on this island, and then your batteries die. No more batteries on the Game Boy,
1: right? Okay.
0: But you He's do just find your way say
2: Tetris again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you find your way into a scientific facility. Luckily the corporation that was creating genetically recreated dinosaurs has scooped them up to sell them in an auction on the mainland. So you have perfect, safe access to solar-powered generators where you can plug in a console of your choice and a game of your choice. You're looking through the collection.
2: They don't have Tetris. They don't have Tetris. Trying to shut down Tetris.
0: (laughs) But they have every other game ever made. Well, the Breath of the Wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just found the Wii U with Breath of the Wild. You walked you into go. it. There you <laughs> walked into it. No, it's okay. That's no, actually I just... any Zelda game, really. Okay. Fair. Okay. I'd pick one. I, I, all of them really have that replayability value to me. Fair enough. S- even still, I mean, I went back and played um, a Link, not a, a Link to oh. the Past. Fun. On okay. the original Super NES. Fun. Went back and played that for like three hours. It's good times. It was real, a lot of fun. Of course, Link Between Worlds kind of updated it a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's the same world. Love it. Okay. So.
2: Link Between Worlds was the first Zelda game that I actually beat. Nice. Nice. I liked it a lot.
1: Very nice. I really enjoyed that game. It really brought back... Nostalgia for a link to the past. Oh, Roxy, shut up! Daniel, Sorry. Uh, Roxy's
0: answer was Nintendo dogs, <laughs> not Nintendo dogs and cats. Nintendo dogs, because she chases the cat. Now, what would Daniel play? Well, portable wise, if I only if I could only play a game portably. I don't know. I didn't think this through at all. It was my question. It was your not, goddamn question. I'm just saying. Question. This is really just... Here's the deal. I'm way better at posing the question. My issue is that I play a lot more games than you guys. These yeah, days. I that's get, true. I get sucked into games yeah. that, that I'm passionate about. Y- yeah. With an online connection, I think it goes without saying that, like, yeah, a game like Destiny, an yeah. MMO to kill the time. Now... <laughs> i got to be honest, I wouldn't go to Destiny if I had an online connection. Wouldn't be Anthem. Wouldn't be Anthem, no. It wouldn't. Hey, they released their Cataclysm event today that was supposed to come out with release in February. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Anthem was a big fucking oof. Yeah, let's not shit on shit. Uh, It already knows what it is. So, with an online connection, I think I would have to go World of Warcraft.
1: I had a feeling you were going to say World of Warcraft. Plain
0: and simply. I've began and, and, and... stopped playing that game several times with different like uh uh tutorial not tutorials um starter trials just because of how fun it was um and each time I started it was amazing to go into um to have the quests that you go to I never quite got into talking to as many people as I wanted to but the big open vast world was amazing i've never you know i never had a game like that not to mention just the way they add in content for you to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing for that reason world of warcraft is actually less grindy because of the gigantic nations that you have to go to uh because of each each race has a new starting point and each area of that is a large interconnected interweave woven uh uh world so i remember starting as an undead warrior and I remember just being in this like weird, moody graveyard and walking around doing some collection quests, and then I get to my first city, and it's just like uh, th- this weird, old, broken-down uh, um, castle fortress, which there's some people up top, but there's nothing going on. And then the, the uh, quest marker sends me to an elevator. I go down the elevator, and the color just lights up because it's like I went to the underworld in Corpse Bride, and everyone is there a ton of people there's a murky green river running through it and I get all my quests I I get all my um, armor and stuff upgraded and then um, if I needed to fast travel someplace I can ride a griffin I hop on a griffin and I get to ride over and see below me everything that's happening everyone in the world doing the things that they're doing World of Warcraft would
1: definitely kill some time So, (laughs) I have a question Shoot, how do you get a fucking internet connection and we don't (laughs) <laughs> no, I said you can if you want it. Yeah.
0: I oh, didn't okay. give it to you because, well, mm-hmm. how many games do you play online? None. And that's Ellie true. said Destiny too, <laughs> yeah, so. that's That okay. would have been my go And then I said oh, Swordfish okay. cuts your Ethernet line. Oh, gotcha. And that's that's where that
1: stipulation I came missed from. that. Yeah. I missed that. There. No, that makes sense. Well, All right, so you the Swordfish comes Tetris. along and snips it. Yeah. Where are you on to? <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: um, what my next...
2: What's your handheld?
0: My handheld answer is kind of hard because I just haven't played a handheld game in so long. Um, it's not Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, no, it's definitely <laughs> not. Well, I don't want to pick a Switch because I feel like that's half cheating in a way, and I didn't yeah. allow Rich the option. Um, well, that's I, because
2: we knew his answer. Yeah.
0: and I Well, I mean, I would say Breath of the Wild in yeah, all yeah. honesty, yeah. which I guess is a, a fair answer not for an me. Absolute than me. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Um, it's
2: a valid answer. It's just a
0: sh- lame one because yeah. we all would. Absolutely. Yeah, but I also feel like it it would be fairest for me to also go back to, like, um, to say if I had a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color, what it would be, and um, what games I would play there, probably. Um, Tetris is also a good answer, but uh, I think I would have to say Sonic 2 on the Game Gear. Ooh... Just because that game is still challenging as hell. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, even even in its age, is still a game you have to get damn good at, and hope to God at the end that you can do things flawlessly, <laughs> because that's what it takes to damn beat it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the original Sonic games were actually really challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them very much
1: so. So. Well Nintendo needs to get on. Super Sonic Maker. Mm hmm. You oh, can make a, a Sonic level. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'd be yes. fun. Did you see that there's
0: Did you see sorry, that was a weird sound I was hearing outside of the door. Did you see that there is a dungeon creator coming to Link's Awakening? Yes. On Twitch? Okay. Just curious. Which was, I mean I That know was the other one of my E3 and predictions like, from two it. years ago, yeah. Yes. Um they yeah. released Blair Witch gameplay, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, first person. Uh, <laughs> Still. <laughs> um, God, I'm excited. Shaky Cam.
1: Find the twigs.
0: Basically. my Why won't we leave the corner? My answer for a console game, no internet connection, is Skyrim. Okay, pretty much. Uh, these, ga- th- these games have infinite replayability. Um, just one playthrough on one character can run you 500 hours, mm-hmm. let alone the fact that you can restart the game and do it completely differently. Be, you can go from being a mage to being a thief, to being a werewolf thief, to being a archer warrior, to being a necromancer. Like there's just the, the possibilities are endless of that game. And in what direction you take it, um, you can prevent a war just by, uh, shooting the people that start it before it starts. There's a lot going on in that game and for the same reason I haven't played it or beaten it because I don't want to get sucked into it, Mm -hmm. I would have the time (laughs) on a deserted island and I could probably sink 5,000 hours into it and still, and then, you know, like over time be like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? If by any chance there is a VR, I really miss playing Beat Saber, so I would probably play play Beat Saber. Oh yeah, that one would be good too. Motherfucker, I miss it so much. Ooh, Guitar Hero with like unlimited DLC downloaded. Oh, ah, oh, that'd be cool. Oh. And rock band. Oh, yes, yes, very much so. I love it. I miss rhythm games. Yeah, same. But miss Saber. I want, I want to play Skyrim in VR. That's one of the main reasons I haven't like completely beaten it, is because I was I was actually in the middle of my first actual run through. I was giving it the time of day, and then it got announced for VR. And I said, if I could ins- experience this in surround sound on a headset and a world that is there when I look around. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. It is super disorienting. I'm there. Give it to me, please. Yes. Yes. That's all.
1: So,
2: uh, that was incredibly fun.
0: Yes. Now, a
1: twist on that. Oh, we'll go. Rich, ready. Now, you are trapped on a deserted island, but any time one of your chosen ga- any game you've previously played... Is air dropped in, the velociraptors are all over it and just destroy it, since we're going to go with the Jurassic Park 3 here. What game would you choose that you have never played? Mm. You've never thought to touch it, or maybe you thought to touch it, but just haven't gotten around to it. It just I don't have the time to get into something like that. What game would you choose if you had nothing else to do and that's the one you're stuck with. Bioshock. Uh.
0: I had to let that out. I was just That was my frustration that <laughs> you wouldn't choose that until you were on an island. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. Probably not that I want this to be a cheap answer, but because I had to choose from earlier, Fallout 4. Nah, You've never okay. played Fallout 4? Okay, I've played it. <laughs> okay, this question
1: that is I like sunk, did I that I sunk the time
0: into because this is more of a trying to find a game that I haven't played. Right? I guess I put more time into Fallout Four than I did Fallout Three. Um, even though I had a blast with Fallout Four, Fallout Four is just a beefed up Fallout Three. Basically, long story short. Fair. So, do you have an ad- article to distract us with? No. no, no. Which is a oh wow yep that's Ooh. that's distracting. No one knows what we're that looking is at. Distracting. This is what is that Ellie tell listeners? It is a patina. Uh, Spider-Man. Funko Pop. Funko Pop. Funko Pop. That's so cool. So yeah, I I think game wise, um, let's say the gosh that I haven't played though. That is so hard. I know. Because no, that's more of a trying to find a game that I haven't played at all. I guess I would say a Fire Emblem game that I haven't played yet because they are so deep because there are things you can. No, that's a dirty lie. No. Final Fantasy 10. There you go. Because I have never played it. Because I heard it's amazing. Because I heard you can put a lot of time into it.
1: That was my Breath of the Wild before Breath of the Wild. Duly noted. Okay. I,
0: no, that makes more sense.
1: Yeah, I've sunk like 800 hours into that game.
0: Okay. I no, think the fact
2: sense. that uh, we had to end that. The what the viewer is me.
0: I know. Yes. The, the fact that we drops had. It. Into that. <laughs>
2: end it when we did. Really Uh fucked us on the viewer count.
0: Yeah. That's okay. okay.
1: He's okay.
0: What game would you play, Ellie?
1: I already said Bioshock. Bioshock. Oh. I've never played it rich. If there's an internet connection, Star Trek Online.
0: Ooh, there's one. Yeah. There
1: you go. It would
2: also give you a perfect opportunity to get past your motion sickness, to be fair. Yes. Because that is...
1: To be fair. Is that... First person?
2: No, no. I'm saying no. like any fucking first person game that you've wanted to play. There is oh. bound
0: to be a corridor on some kind of
1: USS something. <laughs> Here's the thing: of all the first person shooters that are out there, I have attempted all the ones I want to play. Oof. It's not worked out, but I've hey, always. Hey, how's
2: Borderlands? <laughs>
1: oh, Borderlands. Uh, I'll let you know. Once I Yeah, maybe (laughs) that one would be that That one would be if there is no internet. There you go. That would be Borderlands.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay, Okay. With an internet connection,
1: Star Trek online. Without an internet connection, Borderlands. Okay.
0: With an internet connection, but you can only play a first person shooter. I you would pick Doom the right for you, The new is. Doom, the one where you go fuck fast Doom. all the time. Oh fuck. All no. the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just has they a fucking made Doom. puke
3: bag. Rich is dead
1: three <laughs> days on this fucking island because he can't keep
0: anything down. The, the Velociraptor would come up with its claws and like open the door
1: slowly. <laughs> smell <laughs> the puke and, and then, then leave. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, ow. No, <laughs> don't go in there. That guy's fucked it up.
0: Yeah, right? Jeez.
1: It is a Just stream out there.
0: That bile is vile. That would be funny. That would be funny. Well, that's enough of that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Ellie. That was it. Come see us for Excitement Uncentered here in a few minutes. Excited twink. Uh, To zero viewers. This is what we get for messing up. Yeah, this is what we get for
1: messing up. But still,
0: on the plus side, people are probably listening afterwards. Yarp. That's all that matters. Yeah. Come back in two weeks when we don't fuck this up. NARP. Excitement Ink.